Hey there, I'm Ian. And I'm Rachel. And we want to welcome you to our Building Contenders podcast. Here we share messages, sermons, and our weekly conversations to equip you to contend for the kingdom of God. We hope you enjoy it. Blessings. Blessings. You want to talk about spiritual warfare? Let's talk about spiritual warfare. Let's talk about how not everything is just natural. Yes. And how things can actually oppose you and how even you're, you can oppose yourself and all that kind of stuff. But I, I think like this week I, I, would, I did a three-day business, empowered business sort of workshop. And really, the more I, the more I looked at it, and, and again, for me, it's about using all the woo-woo stuff. It's using all the kind of spiritual principles to sort of reinforce your, your business because I fundamentally mm-hmm. believe that God wants us to prosper and be in good health as our soul prospers. Yes, yes, um, yes. That that may have been a greeting, mm-hmm. but it was a God-ordained greeting at the time. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just, you know, hey, sup. <laughs> <laughs> Or the Budweiser, blah, blah. you know, it wasn't. <laughs> oh, it wasn't. Yeah, let's oh, go back goodness, in the nineties. No, no it wasn't the nineties. It was the well, noughties, My brother it? still does that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> He's adorable. Um, but you know, it's it's like it's like this this. It's fascinating the feedback you get whenever you start to address the whole notion of going after the going after poverty. Because what we do mm. is we t- we make it about the poverty spirit. Right. And we've all, we all, none of us are admitting to that one. <laughs> no, I don't have a poverty spirit. I don't have spirit. a poverty spirit. I, I re- just think we'll have to be balanced. <laughs> I rebuke that one. That's, you know, not, none of us, like we're, <laughs> we've so been so well taught over the last yes. like decades that we, none of us are ever offended. We're just concerned we're about concerned. the greater good. Yes. Uh, none of us are ever trying to defend Jesus. We're, you know, we're just defend. We're just afraid that other people get sucked into the heresy, right. and all of this. And yet, we're walking around with so much offense and so much, you know, stuff. So yeah. much, so much poverty in our mindsets. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. This whole notion that I need you to do something so that I can be happier is yeah. the mess that's been. It's the poison that's been peddling. Uh, for the last, I don't know how many years, um, we used to not let our kids watch the Disney Channel because it was all these dysfunctional well, relationships. The other one, there's a Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon was, it, was poisonous. It's just poison. It's just this poisonous, passive aggressive. If you change, then I'll be happier. Yeah. So that would be great. I'm, I have, the, I'm entitled to expect compassion from you. What a load of bunkum. Well, I think it makes a good country song. <laughs> until your dog we, gets killed there or has your to dog be a... and your truck runs off of the neighbor <laughs> yeah i think we could actually all of us could sit here and compose a country song with um with what you're talking about yes and add the dog who dies at the or end or runs off with the neighbor or runs off with the neighbor when the but but it but it is this sort of like little if i can if i can distill it all down we i don't want to I don't want to talk about a poverty spirit because part of it is mm-hmm. like then we blame a source that isn't yeah. accurate. We blame this malevolent spiritual entity instead of saying, no, no, this is this is us. Mm-hmm. This is us. I would prefer to not have to deal with all this. I was on a chat with some of my former colleagues today and, you know, we were one of them was reminiscing 
Chariots of Fire was on BBC Two apparently earlier on today, and it reminded them of this run that we did in County Down. And we're we're reenacting it in like 1981. We're reenacting this thing running in the sand and all that. It was brutal. <laughs> like I, I honestly think I threw up that day. And um, it was just absolutely brutal. And I happened to make the comment that I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it again. Like I, what what we did, I wouldn't do it again for a million dollars. But I wouldn't trade what I learned for ten million dollars. Mm. And it's fascinating, but this one guy picked it up and says, yeah, I think we can all agree money's not all it's cracked up to be. <laughs> like, that's not the point I was making. Like, that is not the point I was making. What I was making was the experience oh, was actually deeply, you know, 40-something years later, that experience has been deeply beneficial to me, That you know, what, you, what I went through. Um, and it's definitely shaped a part of who I am to the point where my kids don't want to hear it anymore. But um, it is this default that that we that, that we just don't have to think differently. We have to mm -hmm. think like we're paupers. We have to think like we're nothing. And it's absolute poison. It is absolute rank poison. Yeah. Um, that we are victims, that we can't rise above our circumstances, that we can't rise above all the enemy's plans for wickedness and to steal, kill, and destroy because there is one in our corner mm -hmm. who has come to give us life and give it in, in, a, in its abundance. And we put more um, weight on our own bias and all that kind of stuff so it's just fascinating when you start to get into this whole land of you know christian entrepreneurial thing and mm -hmm. that that people are so listen i'm not not you people these people so committed to our dysfunction <laughs> we're so committed to our poverty i don't know what you're real. talking about you're great you've always been great you've always been great <laughs> But we're so committed to actually not embracing an abundant mindset, an abundant lifestyle. We're so committed to We're so committed to... Uh, well, I, I think what we do and what we have done and even what the church has done has crafted um, like a, a righteousness almost around poverty. It's pretend poverty, just to be clear. But, but yes, you're right. You know, uh, so that if I'm poor, I'm more spiritual. <laughs> and, and there's so much like the early church fathers give us that is incredible. But I think this, um, this, the poverty piece to me is very difficult, I think, to, to accept. Because I think whether it's poverty of, spirit or literal poverty um i think the only way you can um get stuff done is uh is by having resources and um anyway that's the whole thing but uh kristen says uh we should chat about being poor in spirit no <laughs> So, so the, the thing, the thing that Rachel mentioned, that you know, one of the one of the I, one of the things that happened in the early church, and the church is expanding and is being persecuted and is growing, and then there's a bunch of people decided they they were called to actually go back into the desert 
they were called to go into the desert um, and they became our desert fathers. And there was a lot of good that came out of that. Mm -hmm. and there was a lot of complete wonkiness that came out of it. Um, and I prefer to be a dessert father. <laughs> I, I, think, I, think we need, I think we need more dessert fathers than desert fathers at the minute. That's actually a play. There was a, <clears throat> there's a knife company and their design team sent off. I have one in here. Their design team sent off for this. Uh, I'm just putting this up. I think this des is desert warrior. They wanted a desert warrior knife, uh, a knife called the desert warrior. And they misspelled it. And they, so they did these whole dessert warriors, but, <laughs> but it is that interesting play. Like, you know, the, 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 you know, my disciples will not fast when I'm with them. Yes. So, so it's not, and I, listen, I'm an advocate for fasting, prayer fasting, don't, don't get me wrong, but it is the, mm. I am not fasting from, a, I'm not fasting from a place of penance or a place of, um, you know, sort of keeping my whole self, flesh and yeah, self-flagellation yeah. and all that. Yeah. Like I, that's not why I'm fasting. I'm fasting for glory. Like the purpose of a fast is the, sort of this glory fast. Um, and yeah, I, I think, I think we need to unlearn a bunch of stuff. So mm -hmm. yeah, I, sorry, I missed that. False humil humility. Yeah, I mean, Kristen talked about being poor so in spirit. True. Like, poor in mm -hmm. spirit isn't isn't about that. I can't even remember what what uh, the proper translation is, but I can look it up. Probably. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for they shall what see see heaven. Is that or so? So the the whole I'm looking up the the passion translation just because I love how he put it. Mm -hmm. What what happiness comes to you when you feel your spiritual poverty? For yours is the realm of heaven's kingdom. Now, you know, poor in spirit is, so really what we're talking about that is a dependence on God. Like mm -hmm. that, that's what the poor in spirit is, is that this is a dependence on God, not actually, the, the, the way I would look at it is that what has gone on over the last number of years is that people say they're not religious, they're spiritual. We were actually listening yeah, to Matthew yeah. McConaughey talking about this. Mm -hmm. um, a little bit, but what happens is that spirituality is reduced to self-sufficiency, mm -hmm. and I don't need anybody else or anything else. Listen, you see it here all the time with the rejection of church authority, the rejection of being together in a community, the rejection of God's ordained hierarchy. Oh my goodness, let me put it another way, God's ordained order because there is order in heaven there's order on earth, like the kingdom is a kingdom of order, it's not a kingdom of disorder. And that can look like the order of the nursery, but it's still mm -hmm. order, you know. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, but what we've done is we've replaced true religion with this spirituality, which is just all about me getting my needs met and me feeling good. Mm -hmm. and I don't need anybody else to do it, which is the opposite of community. But I, I, think, I think we're, I think we have to go after this poverty thing, like this poverty stuff it's such yeah. it's such a bind and it's pretend like it is pretend like people pretend to be poor <laughs> it's it's bizarre well i think money is like if you're talking money um Let's money talk about money, money, money. <laughs> it's definitely a touchy subject because it 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 is like 
it, it's a, a way and it reveals the heart. I think like money, our attitude to money reveals our hearts, doesn't it? Isn't that what happens? You know, you, you start talking about that and you can feel people going, you know, like the <laughs> disappearing. Because people don't, people are ashamed of whether they're in debt. Right. They feel shame over it. Yeah. Sacred right? cash. So right. they feel ashamed because they're money, because there's so much in debt or they haven't handled it well, or they don't have good family scripts, they don't have a good family reputation mm -hmm. with it, or else they feel ashamed because they have so much of it and they're afraid everybody's going to want to come and get a piece. Yeah. They're going to be taken for granted, manipulated, whatever, you know? It's just... Well, are you, talk are you talking when you're saying poverty, financial, solely? I'm, I'm, or are you talking no, the whole thing? No, I'm talking thing? about the whole thing. Like the this, whole person. This is like I'm not supposed to be enjoying life. Whenever Deuteronomy, right. it says that when you, like this isn't an inferior covenant. When you enjoy your land and your herds and your horses and your chariots and your big swanky houses, <laughs> just, just don't consider it that this yeah. is something that you have done. Remember, it is I, the Lord, your God. Yeah. who has given you the power to be wealthy. Like this, this is about a hard attitude around where this came from. And scripture is filled. Like I was reading the other day about this king, um, you know, and it's time and time again, because I went and looked it up. But this king of, uh, and, and it says, the Lord blessed him with many possessions. Yeah. Like you understand that, that his many possessions are probably nothing compared to what our many possessions are at the moment. I have, I have more than one knife. We have more than one car, <laughs> right? So, so this is actually the Lord blessing us. And the inability to see that comes from a freaking poverty, not spirit. Yeah. It comes from a poverty mindset that says, oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think when we can blame everything on a demon, it's easier and and I, I honestly wish a poverty mindset was as that easy to cast out. If I could just, look, I'm not saying we attract the wrong things when we think the wrong things. I think we do. I think we can partner with the demonic. I believe there are demons and I've had, I've been <laughs> delivered of demons. <laughs> and Thanks be to God. <laughs> uh, as all of us, I would say, have been or probably should be. Honestly, there's stuff. I'm very pure. Anyway, uh, if it was if it was as simple as that, that would be fantastic. But what we have is our family scripts. We have our mindsets. We have mindsets that we have been entrenched with for years that we justify uh, as our true thinking, as our that we're the ones who who know the truth or are right thinking we think it's right because if we didn't believe it was right we wouldn't believe it so a poverty mindset is oh this is tricky it's a hard one to shift it, it touches on everything it touches on worth it touches on finance it touches on um all the things and and it, it takes time to actually an effort to shift that we we don't even agree the church believers right don't even agree that it's the tool of that it is a tool of the enemy mm -hmm. we, we think it's still a tool of yahweh himself to humble us <laughs> to make to make sure yes. to make that sure nobody feels bad about themselves to make sure that right. everything's you know that 
apparently God has become a communist and, uh, you know, we're going to make sure everybody is equitable and, you know, that there's nobody that deserves more honor than anybody else right. and all of that stuff. Like we, we can't agree. We can't, we yeah. can't agree. And people like, Oh, it's very, you know, I think we posted something this week that if poverty is from the Lord, we cannot pray against it. We can't pray for blessing if poverty is a tool of the Lord. Right. And, you know, people's feedback was was not super helpful um, because it's like, oh, yeah, how convenient, uh, you know, just to say all this or all that. Like, that's actually not an <laughs> argument, just to be clear. <laughs> I don't even have a discussion for that, but okay. Uh, because we've been duped into this thing that, that yeah. binary is evil. Mm -hmm. Just leave that one floating in the ether right there. That any binary option is evil. And Rachel mm -hmm. will tell you that when, whenever everybody was in the whole both and thing, mm -hmm. like 10 years ago, it's really, it's one of those tools, I think, from um, deconstructionists that are afraid of making a binary decision. Mm -hmm. let, let me be clear. Sickness is a binary decision. Mm -hmm. It is a file, file evil yes. that is not in heaven therefore it should not be on earth yeah. poverty is exactly the same come on exactly so the same it is a foul foul mm -hmm. evil weapon of the devil to keep people down and to keep people mm -hmm. in what he believes is their place it's not neutral people and the fact that we consider it neutral, the fact that we don't even consider it an enemy. Listen, if I was the devil, I would create something like a health and wealth gospel, and I would create sort of controversy around it, and I would cause some of these leaders to fall and all of that kind of stuff. That would be my approach Mom, because the danger, the danger of actually the people of God rising good. up and saying, you know what? We right. are the key to the nations. Right. Like we are actually the key to the nations. I, I I do believe that one of the things that's going to happen, we're, we keep hearing these words of transferring of wealth and all that. I don't believe that's accurate. I think there's just going to be a deposit of wealth into the people of God. Mm -hmm. And we need to steward it well. We need to look after our communities. Yeah. We need to look after the poor amongst us. We need to be doing this because, the, you know, there's always going to be a level of people who can't do stuff for themselves. We need to make sure that there's, that the church has a, has the reputation of being the place to sow into the place that if you mm -hmm. give that to X church, they're going to make sure yes. that, listen, why are we waiting? <laughs> why are we waiting in the government to solve homelessness? What the heck people? We have a strategy. What the heck? The church what are we doing? Has we're all blaming the Like here in California, we're all blaming the governor and all that. Oh, get off your whiny little assurances and, Let's do something about this. This is about yes. the church being the church. And we can't do it without the father who owns the cattle on a thousand hills. What is it? Genesis 2. Go down to the river. You'll see a bunch of gold. All the gold is mine. It's all his. All the silver is his. The fact that it's not being deposited and released is not on his end. <laughs> right? yes. It's just not on his end. Yeah. There's, there's something that we need to stop partnering with this foul, evil weapon of the enemy. Come on. This is good. It's it's appalling mm -hmm. that we're afraid to make this a binary option. No, poverty, bad. Mm -hmm. Right? Poverty is bad. Can we at least agree on that? Mm -hmm. 
And then, you know, some, some, someone a lot wiser than me said, the best thing you can do for the poor is not be one of them. The only, we were talking about this earlier. The only reason the good Samaritan was good because he, he had money. <laughs> Otherwise, he'd just be the kind-hearted Samaritan who had a you know who couldn't some, do anything. Who couldn't do anything about it. <laughs> the yeah. good. The only reason he was good is he had money. The best thing you can do to help poverty is not be one of them. Mm-hmm. That's what I believe. Well, I think when anyway. when we're too busy arguing about stupid things instead of actually being a people who carry the strategy and solutions to change nations. I think, um, like, I wonder if that why, if that's why even God is putting such an emphasis even on the entrepreneurial piece uh, in this, in this season um, and on wealth. And talking about wealth, and I don't think it's God's going to re- rob the rich to give to the poor. Right. I think that's a misunderstanding of the, the the prophetic word that He's been saying many, many times. I think it's it's what Scripture said. He's give us the ability to make wealth, but what we've done is make a whole doctrine of it being wrong that we would have any wealth. Be in case. <laughs> In case we spend it on ourselves. Well, then you just have to look at Solomon and go, like God was extravagant and and gave him solutions and wisdom. And I think as the church, that's what we carry. We carry the wisdom and to partner with governments, to partner with cities, to partner with how to solve the homelessness, how to solve... Um, how to take care of the widow and orphans. Like, I think the church, that's our job. Um, yes. and, and I think we have give that away to the government. And then we've spent our energy and time complaining about the government not doing it. It's not the government's mandate. It's our mandate. And it's. I think it's about time the church actually <laughs> stopped fighting and started doing what they're supposed to do, which is take care of um, the poor. And God will give a strategy per. to build wealth. The poor. The poor. The poor. <laughs> the poor. What was it? I, I, Shanti and Harry used to call the poor. The poor. That's like a, a ministry to the poor. <laughs> but I just, I just think it's so important. You know, what would you say to people that bring up the rich man's story when Jesus said, "Sell it all." Do you want me to take that one? You take that one. So this is Kristen. Hi, Kristen. Good question. What would you say to people that bring up the rich man story when Jesus said to sell it all? Yeah, I mean, if Jesus tells you to sell it all, sell it all, but you'll you'll get it back. Honestly, if you have the mindset of a millionaire, you'll get it back. I mean, that's actually one of the mm-hmm. common things that, um, you know, so practically speaking, you'll get it back. If you know how to make millions, you will mm-hmm. know how to make millions even when you sell it all. But that was never the point. Right, that was never the point of Jesus. And it's interesting that we don't use that as an evangelistic tool. <laughs> like that's that's one of many things that Jesus says, you know, if you want to inherit the kingdom of God, then you got to do this. You know, you have to be we use the born again more than we use that, sell everything you have. Um <clears throat> so Jesus was obviously trying to, you know, point at something else, you know, including that if it's if it's you know, it's easier for a camel to pass through the avenue than it mm-hmm. is for a rich man to enter the kingdom but with 
man, these are impossible. God, all things are possible. So Jesus is always getting to the heart of what every individual needs. He's responding to an individual's need yeah. and what they need. You know, like when we're training people, there's some people, there are some people don't need told they're awesome and they can do anything because they're so um, unhealed in parts of their life that they just don't need to hear that because it will just feed into some sort of psychosis or narcissism or something. Uh, whereas the vast majority of us need to hear you, you're amazing and you can do anything. So you, Jesus did, had this wonderful knack of just telling people what it was they wanted to hear or not wanted well, to hear. He knew what, what was they, in their What heart. was in their hearts and yeah. actually saying, okay, this is going to be your issue. Mm-hmm. You should address that. Yeah. But it wasn't about getting rid of And anyone will tell you. Any, any millionaire, billionaire will tell you that if they lost it all, they'd be able to get it back. Right. In fact, it is that cycle that happens frequently within it. So, um, yeah. The overarching message is on earth as it is in heaven. Mm-hmm. Is there poverty in heaven? No. In fact, the streets are paved with gold and the gates are made of pearls. Mm-hmm. So there is no poverty in heaven. Yeah. So there shouldn't be on earth. That means we have to go after it. But we, we're yeah. never going to do it as long as we partner with it. As long as we've made it a familiar spirit. Yeah. Or, if if yeah. we make poverty a familiar spirit, we are not going to actually overcome. Because mm-hmm. you're not going to conquer what you, what you refuse to challenge. Or what you think is from God, what you think is holy, and uh, righteous, Amen. you know, you won't, you won't do that. And we, listen, I, I, I want us to replace the binary. Mm-hmm. Like it's okay to be binary. You stir in the pot. No, I'm just saying it's okay. It's one of those like, well, we got to be both and. No, no, poverty no, no, is no. Poverty evil. is evil. If you don't believe me, go. Go to the west side of Chicago, mm-hmm. right? It's evil. It produces evil. The people that can't be trusted with money are, are the are the poorest of the poor because they'll do. They're the ones that rob banks. They're the ones that are, all the good movies are about. You know, wealthy people doing these big bank heists. That's not really where the problem is in the world. It's yeah, people getting in with their finger in their pocket, pretending they have a gun and getting. Mm-hmm devastated you know devastating yeah. communities so let's go after it let's go after this poverty thing mm-hmm. it's appalling it's absolutely appalling that we partner with this it's mm-hmm. foul and disgusting mm-hmm. anyway on a more positive note last night as i was with the lord i uh i saw wave after wave after wave after wave, after wave, coming. Come on. So I say that just so that you're not discouraged if some of these, you know, little fires go out. Um, if some of the little fires that are happening, if they start to go out because there's wave after wave after wave mm-hmm. that's, that's actually going to be hitting us. So don't get... Don't get your panties in a bunch of it all. So, oh my goodness, this died down, and don't don't, mm-hmm. don't worry about that. So, that's super encouraging. And don't worry about it if you're like, well, how's God moving over there? 
but he promised us. <laughs> don't don't fret, right? Don't fret. I think part of it is we're still waiting on the man and woman of God to say, "That's me." Right here. Right here. We're going to do this. Yes. So. All right. <laughs> Core contenders, join us. You have the link. The link is always pinned to our Facebook page. Uh, and we're starting something new tonight. We're going to be highlighting one of our core contenders. Um, so it's Ryan's. Ryan's being highlighted tonight. So we're looking forward to that. Um, so, yeah. But the rest of you, bless you. Have an amazing week. And do not tolerate, like, yeah, do not tolerate this spirit of poverty. I feel like, you know, mm. do not tolerate that woman Jezebel. But <laughs> let's, not, let's not start that. <laughs> Do not tolerate this spirit of poverty. It's absolutely appalling. It's evil. Mm. All right. Bless you guys. Love you guys. Take care.